Hey, Chismosas. I'm Igby. I'm Stephanie. And we are back for another episode. Cheese Queens. <laughs> You're silly. Well, you know. We are the Chisme Queens, and if you are new to this podcast, Chisme means gossip. And we have all the gossip. We have all the tea on Married at First Sight. This episode, we are covering Married at First Sight Season 16, Episode 2. But before we do that, Big B, do you have any Chisme? A little bit. A little bit. Uh, where do we want to start? Well, we can start with our seasons past. I know last week we talked about the New Year's trip for Karen and Miles that turned into a trip for Karen, which (laughs) turned into a a trip for anyone. (laughs) (laughs) She finally posted on Instagram about it because I know there was a video where it looked like she might have been in the background somewhere, but it wasn't for sure. But she finally posted Uh, saying that she was really grateful for all the people on the trip and she hopes everybody has a great New Year's, blah, blah, blah. Um, But still no update on their relationship status. Still mysterious. Maybe one day it'll come out. But as for today and this week, they are still married as far as we know. Which I don't even know. Why don't they just say it already? Yeah. Or if some like super sleuth can like look up their divorce records, see if they have any. I'm sure somebody has to have done that already. (laughs) You know these weirdos on the internet. I love them. I love the weirdos because then it's less work for me. I mean, also that part. (laughs) Also from seasons past, um, Rachel from our Houston season is still out and about. She's still got hope to find love, but like the rest of us out here in the streets, it's not so successful. Um, she's been, I know she's been on a couple of different dating apps and stuff, and she does these little updates on her, um, you know, dates gone well or awry. And apparently this weekend she had a date that went awry. Um, she said she met up with the guy for coffee. She said they had a good textual chemistry. (laughs) So it was flowing good in, on the app and through text. But then once it got in person, it just wasn't, it wasn't there. And She said what was funny is that she had already in her mind been like, okay, this isn't going to work. She says normally she's down for a second date, but this was just, it just wasn't there at all. Um, And she said that later in the day, the guy actually texted her back and was like, yo, I'm just getting friend vibes. So good luck to you, blah, blah, blah. And she's like, wait a minute, I'm supposed to be friend zoning you, not you friend zoning me. (laughs) Woo. Yeah. Been there, buddy. (laughs) Not fun. (laughs) Um, but she says, again, she's just, you know, playing the field for for now, nothing too serious, but she's keeping us updated, which I appreciate because it's hard out here in these streets, man. It's good (laughs) to know I'm not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) From our Boston season, Chris had a birthday this week. So happy birthday to him. Big three, seven, getting up there Mm -hmm. on the road to 40. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's too early to start counting. (laughs) Let's get to 39. Then we'll start talking about the road to 40. (laughs) He seems to be doing well. Uh, Speaking of Chris, his ex-wife, you know, the best person ever. Mm. Alyssa might be in our neck of the woods. So she's been posting recently uh, from the Hill Country, which is just north of where we are here in San Antonio. So be on the lookout for your local H-E-B. She's, her new location is Round Rock, Texas. She nice. did move to Texas. So not close enough for us to run into her at H-E-B. But too close, nonetheless. But close enough to <laughs> maybe run into her on a day trip. <laughs> oh, no. On to this season's cast. I was able to find the Instagram page for Gina's uh, salon, Slay Bay. Slay Bay. I love it. I love the name. She's uh, And it had a little bio about her. It seems like a relatively new account, of course. Um, there's not a whole lot of posts. Well, there's only like two or three posts, I think. Uh, but one of them is a bio on her. She says that she founded the company in 2018. It started with her and just a small suite by herself. She had no intentions of becoming like a salon owner or anything, but she just you know, was so successful that it, you know, worked out for her. And now she has a way to not only grow her business, but to mentor other stylists. And now it's like, you know, it's been her like life's project now. Um, She says that she's 
a native of Memphis, and she went to the University of Alabama for broadcasting and theater. But then she moved to Nashville, where she bartended for a long time, it sounds like, and then decided to pursue a career in the beauty industry. It's like, okay, that's a lot of turns. Yeah. (laughs) You went in a lot of different directions, but I guess... (laughs) You finally got on the path that you're supposed to be on. Um, She said that she's been doing hair for about a decade now. Um, She specializes in blondes, uh, coppery reds, and hair extensions. She's a regional educator for a brand that she works with. Uh, That gives her the ability to be able to travel. And like she said before, mentor. She says she's trying to inspire stylists to make six plus figures behind the chair. Okay. Okay, so she's getting to the bag, which... I believe because hair extensions alone, like that's the time and money is <laughs> infinite. Um, and especially if you're good at what you're doing, you're yeah. definitely gonna have repeat customers. So yeah, she says that her position has boosted her confidence. Being a stylist makes her heart full. She likes connecting with her clients, spending time with her salon team. And um, in her free time, she can be found outdoors, jet setting in the gym or hanging out with her doodle Hank. Oh, Hank is so cute. He is very cute. He's big boy, but he is. cute. Which I'm surprised we didn't know she had a doodle before when they uh, went out last week because What's-Her-Face has doodles and a poodle. Yeah. I would have thought that would have made them like instant buddies, but she didn't well, even mention it. Maybe she did and they just didn't show it. Didn't show it. But yeah, she didn't but... even seem like excited when she said she had <laughs> golden doodles. She has to. She has to be excited for other people who have doodles. You know how <laughs> dog people are. Especially those, oh, my dog's my baby kind of people. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I also saw a post from last night, literally last night, as in January 14th, 2023. Uh, there was a picture of the cast of season 16, with the exception of McKinley and Jasmine. Huh. So... Do with that what you will. McKinley gives me some sketch vibes. That's what people are saying. They're like, he probably like said no and then moved back to Michigan. Started (laughs) selling weed again. (laughs) So, yeah. So we'll see if that plays out in the end. If those two couples stay together. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know about that. But that's the gist of what I have. Okay. I got a couple things. A few things. I just, uh, two of them I don't, not excited to talk about because there's things I don't like commenting on and one is someone's sexuality but it is a cheesemith nonetheless there are rumors about Shaquille um, being gay or at least bisexual Um, they said this particular person said that there was a lot of rumors um, in college that he was gay yeah a post that I saw said that they know the person who posted said that they knew people that were close to him when he attended undergrad and mm-hmm. that he was doing what he, what you do in college. Yeah, <laughs> He was experimenting. <laughs> you know, um, I guess I don't care either way that he's bisexual or, um, or one way or another. However, if he is, that's something you need to mention on your questionnaire and when you're getting interviewed and all that stuff, because I would imagine, especially a Southern woman, um, a Southern black woman would want to know if you are bisexual that I think that would factor in her decision for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know a lot of people were saying it's giving very I'm delivered vibes. Like I'm saved now and I'm no longer a part of that lifestyle. Oh, ew. I don't like that. Yeah. I would just prefer that he's bisexual once a woman right now. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) I hate commenting on people's sexuality. I really hate it. Um, So we'll just move it along. Um, Another thing I hate commenting on is people's finances. Um, I guess I only like to comment on them when they don't like the person. Is that terrible? Oh, kind of. I, I like Nicole, um, but it's it's um, brought, been brought up that Nicole has filed bankruptcy in the past. She owed a whopping $95,000 to creditors before the wedding. They're like way before the wedding. That's like the, that's the headline, right? 95000 before the wedding. This was in 2018. So since then... Looks like she's gotten her act together. She hasn't declared bankruptcy again. She has, She claims to have a really awesome credit score. So there's that. The part of it that's wild is that it's all, like, it's not legit debt. Yeah. It's just nonsense. It's all, like, 
store cards. American Eagle, Bloomingdale's Express, Lord and Taylor, TJ Maxx. That's a lot of store cards. Exactly. Like $100,000 in student loan debt. Okay. $100,000 in Target red card debt. No. Banana Republic, Macy's. Yeah. They're all store cards. There's two actual credit cards, Chase and Bank of America. That's a lot. Eris, his... We commented, um, you had mentioned this last time, that Eris was just recently a programmer or something in tech. Um, but before that, before his boot camp uh, certificate, he was a working in a corrections facility for 13 years. So I don't know why he just didn't say that instead of something he's brand spanking new in. But there you go. He worked in a corrections facility. Yeah, in a post that I saw, it says that... Again, the poster says that they have, they know people that know him, that he's from Southern California. Um, and from what they know, he's originally from the South, moved to Southern California, then got a job with this person's associates in Northern California, and then reco- relocated back to Southern California before he quit his corrections job and moved back to the South to do whatever he's doing in tech. Yeah. Um, they say that not one person that they know knows him super well, mm-hmm. but everyone, including women that they've spoke to, spoke highly of him and thinks that the show is giving him a bad edit. Oh, wow. I mean, they are giving him a bad edit. <laughs> but like we always say, we can only edit what you give us. That's right. That's right. Ugh. But we'll <laughs> see. We, it could know. be, he could be a Woody where in the beginning, yeah. everybody thought he was going to be this like pimp player guy. And as soon as he got married, he was just like whipped instantly. Yeah. And it's been ever since. <laughs> I hope that's the case. I really do. Because um, otherwise, you know, he didn't even bother to delete his apps, you know. So that was like red flag right up right up front. So he put it on pause. Whatever. Another thing, I looked up Clint and Gina's high rise to see how much. Mm. Yes. How much the rent is starts out under five hundred thousand. That's the that's the label. Under five hundred thousand. The next tier is five hundred to seven fifty. The next tier is seven fifty to a million. And then the next tier is over a million. Million dollars. In Nashville. In Nashville. Hmm. That seems a bit pricey. Uh yeah. I thought Nashville was one of the more affordable places to live. The top tier, right? Forty fifth floor penthouse two bedrooms two and a half bath four thousand three hundred seventy five square feet you can get it for ten million dollars and it's available right now oh well let me (laughs) send me the email (laughs) bananas i know on after party um gina was saying that it was before she knew that she had been matched and she said she was walking hank and she saw like production Mm-hmm. Well, she said she saw like somebody in a van with like a headset and she was like, oh, wait, are they going to come like tell me I was matched or whatever? Yeah. And she said that wasn't the case, but she came around the building and then she saw like full production happening. So then she started being nosy and started asking like the security people or valet or something uh-huh. about what was going on. And they're like, oh, yeah, they're interviewing some old guy. upstairs." <laughs> <laughs> and lo and behold, that old guy is Clint, yep. her husband. <laughs> Let's see. Amenities include saltwater pool, 50-foot sunbathing terrace, tennis court, pickleball, bocce ball, fire pit lounge, grilling trellis, private poolside cabanas, extensive dog park, and uh, interior. They got multiple lounge areas, showcase kitchens, private dining, wine tasting room, a treatment room, fitness center, featuring Italian-made techno gym equipment. Okay. Um, drop off and pick up dry cleaning, grooming services for your pets, and a game room. All right. It's a lot of money. <laughs> They're doing great. <laughs> well, she says she's, you know, trying to help people make them six figures. And yeah, homeboy's amazing. got a damn flight simulator in his house. So, <laughs> and a boat. <laughs> this is true. To sail around the world. He has damn and damn it. So he has two boats. <laughs> Uh, last piece of cheese may I have is a spoiler, 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 spoiler. According to Married at First Sight fan, one 
of the five actually say yes on decision day, everyone else is a no, which I'm surprised. I'm surprised at that number because you know bonuses. They just have to make it to decision day. They don't have to say it. Oh, I thought if they said yes, they get a bonus or at least the production does. No. And I guess I'm thinking Chris and Nicole is that couple. I think they actually will make it. Yeah. I think they'll do well. If she like doesn't fucking spaz out before then i mean i think he's such a nice guy and so ready to be married i think he's just gonna take it he's just gonna take it this this is the whole time even during this episode i was like girl chill out bro (laughs) that's her at 80 (laughs) wait till you really catch feelings god But let's dig into it. That was the last of my cheese minute. If you do have any cheese minute to share with us, go ahead and DM us on social media. On Instagram, we are at Cheese McQueens Podcast. And on Twitter, we are at Cheese Queens. Every Wednesday, Igby Live tweets the episode. So it's always a party there. Hi, Lifetime. Hi, James <laughs> Allen. I see you. What was that? Um, the dude? Hi, Sherman. <laughs> That's funny. Hey, man. I'm there. This is true. Talk to me. I talk back. All right. Married at First Sight, season 16, episode two. I hope you wrote a title because I did not. Hit me with a title. Runaway Groom? Even though he didn't have his wedding during this episode? I know. I was like, what? Who are they talking about after like three weddings? I was like, oh, this guy. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's get the non-wedding people out of the way. <laughs> Eris and Jasmine. Uh, So yeah, the non-wedding people, I mean, they were... A non-factor in this episode all they did was go shopping mm-hmm. and briefly kind of catch up with their family and friends or whatever yeah so we see eris and jasmine going shopping for their wedding attire jasmine basically is saying that she's hopeful to find a supportive partner and someone she can start a family with eris on the other hand says he's looking forward to giving his wife his heart. You know, he's reformed bad boy. He's not a player anymore. He's leaving that in the past and now is ready to start anew with his new wife. Okay. I'll believe it when I see it. <laughs> Unless she's ugly. <laughs> that, I was like, damn. Like, <laughs> I was like, geez. He didn't even try to sugarcoat it. He was nope. like, what if that bitch had a dog face? Like, what? <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> that was messed uh, up. So Jasmine's says that her goal is to feel like a bride. Um, And she doesn't, her big thing was her dress. She didn't want it to look pageanty since she's a pageant girl. Yeah. Uh, So she wanted something really leaning into bridal, Mm -hmm. uh, which didn't seem like an easy task because it seemed like. Her mom was over it, right? They went through quite a few choices, yes, before they were able to (laughs) pick something. The mom was like rolling her eyes and all kinds of comments. It was hilarious. Loved it. Uh, Jasmine says that she wants a compassionate groom and uh, he definitely needs to be hitting the gym. She's not going, but he needs to go. (laughs) She works out. She's always doing those back handsprings and such. That's true. I forgot about that. Her job is the gym. Yes. All right. You get a pass. I forget she's a cheer coach. Uh, But for sure, he needs to be in the gym. Uh, Yeah. And Eris is just as superficial. He says, you know, he definitely wants his wife to come down the aisle in like a form-fitting dress that's showing off all of her assets and all of that good stuff, of course. But in the end, she ends up picking like a, she had like a long sleeve gown, right? Mm Mm-hmm. I think and, wasn't crazy about it. Maybe it'll look different on wedding day, but yeah, I it didn't really stick out to me either. But she does share that she's happy to be able, even though her mom was over it, she's happy to be able to have <laughs> this experience with her mom because her mom was diagnosed with breast cancer yeah. and it was kind of touch and go for a minute. Um, so she's happy that her mom is able to be there um, and see her get married and go through this whole experience. Yeah um back with Eris he talks about his relationship with his father as we've learned that his father was murdered when Eris was only I think 11 or 12 and before that happened they did have a great relationship but he's has a void for that relationship in his life mm-hmm. um he says that he's always wondered if he's man enough to do certain things because he's never had that kind of never had an example in his household since his father passed away. Uh, So that's something that he's worried about in this new relationship. But 
He says that he's ready to leave his fuckboy ways in the past and is ready to be committed to one woman and one woman alone. He says that he wants to find something permanent and that will last forever. He says he's looking for a flame that will never burn out. Okay. <laughs> Again, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. I'm not seeing it. You ain't never seen no flame before in 40 years. <laughs> And that's why I'm like, okay, you can't be 40 years old calling yourself a fuckboy still. Like, at that point, it's a lifestyle, bro. Yeah. Like, that's it. <laughs> like, Yeah. It ain't cute. It ain't no, cute. No. No. Not at that big age. Even him, like, when they're, well, after, that's basically all that happened when they were yeah. shopping. Um, but later in the episode, we see them getting ready for their wedding. Um, and even then, when they're in the hotel room, Eris is literally waving goodbye to the streets. <laughs> And I was just like, get this guy out of here. This is why he should not be on the show. This right here. Ugh, I don't like it at all. Um, But yeah, when they're getting ready for the wedding, again, we have Eris's cousin, Belina, the getaway driver. Yeah, She's right there to be like, yo, you know, like there's a door over there. Yep. And if you want to go, like say you have to go to the bathroom and then <laughs> what you could do is just go instead of go right, go left. And then I'll be outside. And you just, we could just leave. It's fine. We'll throw your phone out the window. We'll get you another one. It's fine. They'll never know. <laughs> no, he can't throw away his phones. All his apps are on there. Passwords, his ladies. He can back it up. It's fine. It's all in the cloud. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, she's, she's really trying to talk him out of this. Yeah. And he's already nervous and this is just making him more nervous. He's, you know, never lived with a woman before. Like he said, he's never had any real serious long-term relationships. So all of this is like uncharted territory. And then you have your cousin on top of it like, Don't do it. Don't do it. It's going to be the worst mistake of your life. <laughs> yeah, she's not helping whatsoever. Um, He did say he was preparing for this for years without even knowing it. He says he's been going to therapy, reading all the books and such. And I'm like, hmm. Have you? I hope so. That'd be interesting. That'd be an interesting take if this was like a real big, I don't know, 180 for him. But I don't know. But even then, like, uh, Felina, she's like, don't play with your life like this. Like, this yeah. is not a game. Like, this is serious. Yeah. And he himself recognizes that what he's doing is wild. Like, it's crazy. And that there are real concerns. Like, this could actually could be right and this could be very very big mistake you're making yeah he says that his thoughts are all over the place and he's just i don't know he's she's put that doubt in his mind for real great timing great timing yeah <laughs> so we'll see in fact next episode if he is a runaway groom or not uh, he's fine. I'm she sure. looks, um, Jasmine looks drastically different without makeup on. Drastically different. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So. All I said was <laughs> that grill dog. It's going to bother me the right? whole how is she Right. How is she winning titles and stuff? She has, what is the term? Flippers? Mm -hmm. She puts fake teeth on? Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just go get real your real teeth fixed i hate to be so petty i hate to These be so low questions that need answers i don't understand. i mean i said it on twitter i told them not to tell nobody but <laughs> <laughs> i will say there are quite a few people who also agree with me <laughs> that was a very popular tweet last to, week <laughs> to the point where my husband is she, no she's not a beauty queen you can't win you can't win a contest he was like mansplaining a little bit he's like you can't win contest stuff when when you have teeth like that you that she's lying she must be you know making this up for this tv show and i was like no <laughs> they i was like they vet these people hon like she does have she did win he's like no i think i think you and igby need to uh dig into that more because i think it's a lie you should think it you should look into <laughs> I was like damn well one he has a point because a lot of pageants are it's money if you mm -hmm. pay you can win or if you run uncontested you win <laughs> and i know people were saying that about some of the titles that she has yeah because one of them that i kind of put in the back of my head was like it was miss america miss or something like that not miss america yeah yeah it was something twisted like that so i don't know it's like adult toddlers and tiara yeah i guess we do need to dig on dig into that a little more but um and even looking at her picture you can't really tell her teeth are jacked unless she's talking mm -hmm. like you can't in her smile you can't tell because her top row is straight mm -hmm. it's the bottom that's like throwing up gang signs well 
It's <laughs> 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 fucked up. <laughs> but Eris is superficial enough. Well, that that's going to be one of the things he's like, ooh, can I get past this? I'm not sure. It's going to get her Invisalign for Christmas. Maybe. Maybe so. If, you know, if he loves her personality, maybe so. We'll see. Okay. But yeah. That's about it. Well, let's just do Dominique and McKinley real quick, because that was even shorter than Eris and Jess. Yeah, I have, like, non-existent notes for them. Um. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, She walks into the the dress shop. She tells the lady she wants it sexy, classy, and sassy. Mm -hmm. She claims that she's never thought about her wedding ever, um, but her mom has. Which is why she signed her up for the show. Yes. Um, And they pick a a gown. Not crazy about it. Not crazy about it. No. But, uh, but yeah, she doesn't think she's too young to get married. She says, back in the old days, they used to get married at 14. It's like, hmm. And that was wrong. Real, yeah, real, real <laughs> old days. Those are like old days. <laughs> so but don't forget, she's that. an old soul. Whatever. So. Yes. And him, you know, he's freaking out a little bit now that he's trying on some tuxes. Um, but he can't wait to do things with his wife, like binge things on Netflix and take him to family outings and such. He's he's done with the fast cars and fast women and he's ready to settle down. Maybe do some roots in Nashville. Oh, good. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have on them. Yeah. He wants to have a family and has had enough, you know, kicking it with the boys. She's ready to be a wife and settle down at the ripe old age of 25. So I guess I can't say anything, like, because how old am I? A hundred. Yeah. It's going to be my 10 year anniversary a few weeks. So that means I got married at 27 and I was dating at 25 for two years. So there's that. I feel old. You are old. You're older, ho. Barely, bitch. All right, let's move on. Uh, let's go to Kirsten and Shaquille. She looks amazing. She looked so good. So good. That dress was beautiful. And it was so different. Like every piece, if you looked her up and down, was just like a little different. And I really like that. Um, but she gets up to that altar. Big sigh. Big sigh of disappointment because her husband is bold. Strike one. Yeah. I think he's cute. I don't think he's awful looking. He's not a, what did Nicole say? A Shrek. (laughs) I don't think he's awful looking. He's not my cup of tea personally, but. Right. But he's, there's like, if you look at him in, you know, in the grand scheme of things, he's, he's a decent looking dude. He's no Clint. Oh my God. Clint is, Clint looks like he drinks all day and is in the sun and puts no sunblock on. They're calling him Walker Nashville Ranger. (laughs) (laughs) No, Married at First Sight memes posted uh, of him looking like the dude from Shameless. (laughs) I said, I've seen so many posts about who Clint looks like (laughs) that I was like, I would want to put his picture through that um, that Lanza app, the AI, and see like what comes out. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I've, I've seen so many posts, and all of them are correct. Yep, I agree. I agree. But we're not talking about him. So then they get to the friends and family bit, and the friends and family want Clint, uh, Clint want Shaquille to know that Kirsten is the life of the party, and she is the party. I'm like, oh, she's a confident black queen. And she knows all the hot spots in town, so he better be ready. I didn't get those vibes from her, but okay. I didn't either, but her friends are telling on her. I guess so. Um, His family and friends want her to know that he's classy. He's always dressed to the nines, and you better share the closet. That's not helping his case with these rumors. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. What do you mean? His feather bow tie didn't... (laughs) That he made himself. Raise an eyebrow. Oh, man. Um, they say their vows they're pretty, you know, generic vows. And she just looks disappointed the entire time and does the fake niceties like thank <laughs> It's time to kiss the bride and turns turns the cheek. He gets the old cheek kiss. He kisses her multiple times on the cheek, which was interesting. And he, you know what? He was not offended whatsoever. No, not at he all. Found a bright side and getting dissed. Yes. He's like, you know what? That made me respect her more. Mm-hmm. I appreciate her setting boundaries because that means she knows herself and I respect that. I'm like, all right, good for you, I guess. (laughs) 
And um, then they get to sit down with each other and get to know each other a little more. He tells her about the car accident. And this is when we do learn that everyone survived the car accident by a miracle because it sounded awful. So that's awesome because we were worried about that last week because he didn't you know, expand on it at the time. Yeah, even during the wedding when they like showed his mom and stuff, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. But then, yeah, when he finally got to explain it, I was like, okay, thank yeah. you for clearing that up because that was concerning. Yeah. Because that's a big, big, big deal. She is in an ITM. She does say that he has two strikes against him. The fact that he is bald. What was the other strike? I can't remember. Uh, He's younger than her. Oh, that's right. He is younger um but she says his personality so far is outweighing the exterior okay uh he also tells her that he works at the university they both like to tailgate so there's that that's good and she does appreciate that he mentors his youngins and um, she was a teacher at one point so she she knows that uh, that route and how much time it takes and how and she appreciates that so that's all i have it was short and sweet this week it was. We got the first half last week. We'll see what happens on honeymoon. Yeah. I hope she I hope she gives this poor man a chance. I don't know. Cause it I don't know. I feel like it's gonna be one of those where just there's it's just no, gonna be flat. Yeah. There's no chemistry whatsoever. They I mean it like could they're go fine, they get along and everything, but it's just it never grows into anything. Yeah. They just are like roommates for the next eight weeks. Yeah, it could be. Because even thinking about the previews, like, I don't remember anything even sticking out. I remember Pastor Cal asking them something about chemistry, and she was like, no. I did see them play with fruit and whipped cream and kissing and oh, stuff. That might have been their sexy time basket they get. Mm-hmm. Because they, like, had body paint and stuff, too. Yeah, I remember. Ooh. Let's get awkward. <laughs> God, can't wait. <laughs> All right, since we were talking about him, let's, let's get... Uh, Clint and Gina next in their wedding. Another woman who looks drastically different without makeup. She looks just like her mom. She has features, yes. Yeah, so. It's like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, she better have the best glam too, damn it. She did look good. She did look good. Well, first we get Dr. Pepper's little spiel talking about how they were matched. Uh, they were matched because they're both passionate about their career and travel they both value family um, and are looking for an adventurous, supportive partner. So next we see them shopping for their wedding day attire. See Clint, he's uh, with his homies, his like old man friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so old. <laughs> they are. He comes out in kind of a traditional looking uh, tuxedo. It's blue. It's navy. Uh, but it's, you know, standard issue. And they immediately shoot it down. They say he looks like Chippendales. And I said, where? I know. I was like, that doesn't give those vibes, but okay. At all. Um, So he's like, okay, fine. I'll go try on the next option. And when he goes back to the dressing room, the groomsmen kind of talk about how Clint's had his heart broken in the past. Um, They feel like he probably wanted to be married 10 years ago, but he uh, apparently there was like another chapter in his life where he lived in Florida and was in a relationship with someone he thought was going to be the one and it ended up not working out. And then from there, he just kind of closed himself off and has been kind of just doing his thing since. Yeah. Um, Until he, you know, relocated to Nashville organically, not for this show at all, on his own. Does he give you cheater vibes? Yes, but in the way of like never making anything concrete or sound. It's like, we weren't Mm -hmm. together. No, I never, we weren't officially together like that. So it's not cheating. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He gives me those kind of vibes, like, I'm gonna find a workaround. Yeah. Um, but he comes back with the second ugly suit that they love. Of course. That looks like he's like a pharmaceutical salesperson on like a call in the summer. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he tells them that he wants to find a partner in crime and he likes the concept of waking up next to the same woman every day. We're going to see after eight weeks how much you love that concept. Yeah. Something tells me, mm, I don't know. Uh, when we see Gina, she's trying on gowns. The first dress she tried on, I thought looked great. I thought so too. Again, her friends like immediately shoot it down. They say that she has more personality than that dress had because it was it was plain. Yeah. Um, it was just like plain white dress. It had the deep V and then it had the button details on the back. Simple. But it, was, it was elegant. But I thought it looked great. Yeah. And she looked great in it. 
Um, but I guess since there wasn't any sparkle and glam and all mm-hmm. that, it, it they felt like it didn't fit her. Even her mom says she wants the dress to shout boss bitch. Then her mom starts talking about how Gina's getting up there in age. She's knocking on 40. And if she wants to have kids, she needs to start thinking about that ASAP. And Gina's like, actually, I'm not. And I already have a baby. He's five years old and his name is Hank. Thank you. (laughs) I hate when people do this. Like the person doesn't know how old they are. Right. Like, guess what? We probably already had this conversation before. I don't need it today on this day. Thank you. Exactly. Um, But in the end, she says that she is looking forward to coming home to a man, an actual human uh, companion after a long (laughs) day of work instead of just big baby Hank. She does pick a a form-fitted dress. She says that she's really wanting to show off her curves. She's a really curvy woman. I said, where? But okay. (laughs) She got a booty. Okay. That's about it. Okay. (laughs) But she does say that she's, you know, really proud of her body, wants to show it off. Got to put the assets out there on day one. Mm-hmm. She says that she's really excited to pursue her own goals of marriage. And she's really hoping that her groom is going to be her perfect match. Okay. Setting the bar high there, baby. <laughs> the next we see of them, it's their actual wedding. And Clint says that he hopes, you know, his wife is cool. Or uh, if she's not, he's going to force her to be cool. What does that mean? <laughs> uh, Gina is talking with her friends and... They tell her that when she speaks to him after the wedding, um, to be sure to, you know, not treat it like a job interview, like try not to be super critical at the first first conversation, just play cool. Yeah. Clint is really optimistic about them having things in common because we already heard last episode that's a big deal for him if she doesn't enjoy doing the same kind of things that he does. It's probably going to be a problem. So if she's not ready to, you know, drink bourbon and get skin cancer like him, <laughs> they might not hit it off. We'll see. Clint's okay. dad looks not much older than Clint. Maybe he had him young. Because <laughs> I was like, I was like, that groomsman is just slightly older than all the rest. It's like, oh, wait, that's his dad. <laughs> he fits in fine. Clint says that. This is the ultimate journey for an adventurous person like himself. He's a guy who's been trying to find the right person his whole life. But what if he's worried that she might not get along with his family or his friends or she might not be attracted to him. And so all of these are concerns that he has going on in his head as he's waiting for her to come down the aisle. Uh, Gina herself, when she is you know, entering the ceremony and coming down the aisle, she's starting to cry a little bit, uh, but she... Pulls herself together, puts on her big crest smile. From the looks of it, Clint seemed to be pleased as well. Yeah, I do think he's attracted to her. So there's that. Which is weird because of his comments on the honeymoon. I forgot what he said. What did he say? He was talking about, oh, I normally date this kind of person and da 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 da. Yeah. It's like, well, why would you say that? I don't know. He's a dumbass. This is true. This is true. (laughs) So once they get into the ceremony, Clint's family and friends tell Gina that he's the captain of his two sailboats and that she's in for the ride of her life. Are we going to hear sail references this entire Um, time? I'm certain. Mm. That's his personality. Boat. Boat. Boat man. (laughs) Uh, Gina's loved ones want Clint to know that he's lucky to be marrying her because she's a kind-hearted, fierce woman who's an amazing travel partner, ding, 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 and believes that love is a daily choice. So once they get into their self-written vows, I mean, they're not writing anything particularly new. Mm -hmm. Gina says, thank you. And she is inspired by Clint's willingness to take this kind of chance on love. She promises to go on adventures with him and, you know, really give this marriage a shot, give love a shot. He's really open to... This new journey, journey and adventure, journey and adventure. That's the running theme for this couple. Uh, Clint reads his vows where he says he wants to make their journey together exciting and interesting. He vows to be a co-captain with Gina (laughs) and that he wants to be someone that she can rely on. 
He vows to keep an open mind, heart, and soul. He says that he promises to seek a deep understanding of her wishes, her desires, fears, and dreams. And he's looking forward to writing this story with her. So at this point, we see Gina's dog, Hank, come in as the ring bearer. Um, I think this is a first in Married at First Sight history. I don't ever remember a pet being in any of the other weddings before, which I'm surprised because yeah. that's a pretty common thing nowadays and we've definitely seen people who are obsessed with their pets so maybe this is the first one that actually like can take orders and is well behaved (laughs) that's also true not a good attack anybody or anything this is true (laughs) but immediately like clint is seems like he's into hank he's giving him baby voice and petting him and all that so that's good because gina said that was going to be a problem if they don't like hank they gotta kick rocks They do the traditional vows with the officiant. They both say, I do. And then they had a pretty, they committed to that kiss. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. They was kissing, kissing. (laughs) (laughs) Then after the ceremony, Clint is kind of gushing about Gina. Again, he's complimenting her on her beauty, she her beautiful eyes, her figure. He He's really into her eyes. He says that he could melt into them, um, and he's really excited to get to know her better. So again, it seems promising. Uh, they talk after the ceremony. Clint says that he heard that she's up for an adventure and figured that it'd be smooth sailing. Uh, Gina t- talks about owning her own business and her salon, and then that gives Clint room to brag about his success in career. And he talks about consulting for hundred million dollar businesses. <laughs> like, all right, this calm down. This isn't a pissing contest. Everybody, <laughs> chill out. We get it. We have money. He wants to impress her. He wants to impress his new wife because that has that probably has worked in the bars and in the street. Right. And guess what? Not here because they live in the same building. They find out. Gina says, oh, yeah, you do seem a little familiar. Like, maybe I've seen you before. And she's like, maybe we were on the elevator together at some point sometime. Um, But yeah, turns out they're neighbors. And now Mm -hmm. they're married. I wonder if she's like, what floor were you on? 42? (laughs) (laughs) She says that she feels like the stars have aligned and the universe is working in her favor. That she's glad that he has a good sense of humor and a nice wave to his hair. Of course she's going to Which I was like, Clint didn't look like he even brushed his hair, let alone washed it. It looked greasy to me, but she liked it. She liked it. So she's excited to have fun and get to know him. And um, yeah, Clint says that he could see the excitement behind her eyes and that he thinks they're going to be golden, just like her golden doodle. (laughs) Get some new writers, people. So I don't know. Like I said before, they seem all sunshine and rainbows here, but we see in the previews stormy weathers ahead on vacation. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what they're fighting about. Um, I wonder what triggers everything. Me too, because they were both mad. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's, yeah. Not cute, though. His little attitude. I can't wait, though. I can't wait for the honeymoon. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. So I guess next week we get the two weddings and then the receptions. I don't know if we'll get the having breakfast or brunch with the family next after that. But mm. see, just when we think this is going by fast. No, it's not. Mm -mm. (laughs) It's not really. They're just I don't know what they're doing. They're doing something's different, but it's still (laughs) slow as hell. (laughs) All right. Last couple, Nicole and Chris. Uh, We first we get the dress and tuck shopping. Nicole is um, doing her ITM. She says she hates shopping. Um, she's getting a little nervous. Uh, sweat is dripping down her leg, but she promises it's not pee. What? The person with $100,000 in store credit card debt hates shopping? <laughs> is it because you're traumatized? I didn't even think about that. That probably is what it is. That's probably it. 100%. It just gives her like, I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be spending this money, you know, kind of thing. But she's not spending her money. So she does have a budget. Her fear is that she's always thought that there's something wrong with her. And that's why people have not, um, you know, committed in the past. And um, so she's, she's scared that this won't work out and her personality might scare him off. Pineapple. <laughs> We uh, flashback, what a flashback, we cut to Chris 
Um, his biggest thing is that it's the first impression. He wants her to be attracted to him. He's, uh, his, his friend points out that, you know, in the past he's been pretty selfless and people have taken advantage of that. He hopes that's not the case here. We go back to Nicole trying on some dresses. The first one is not great. The next one's not great either. While she's trying the mom on, uh, her mom is talking with her friend and she's, she also has this fear because she knows her daughter is a lot. And she says that she, her husband needs to be someone who can rein her in. Yep. On Twitter, I said, uh-oh. We know what that word is code for. Yeah. If we look back on our previous seasons, who else needed to be reined in? Lindsay. Lindsay. Michaela. Mm-hmm. We know what that is code for. <laughs> Crazy. She eventually, she the dress she lands on. Is ugly. Is ugly. Yeah. And it does like nothing for her, like at all. It doesn't. Especially with her being so like broad up top. Like, why would you, the neckline, the strap, like, no, it's Mm -hmm. all bad. Chris is like super excited. And when he tries on his suit, he says he feels sexy. He feels like he's hit a home run and has won the game. He is excited to be married. And that's why I think this is going to work out because he's going to make it work because mm. he's tired of being alone. Uh, she also makes a comment that she hasn't been in love since Benifer was a thing the first time. The first time. <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, no, not Benifer, girl. <laughs> I know. She says that she's normally 100 when she's excited. She's a 200. So on wedding day, she's going to really try her best to be an 80. Um, And then we do get to wedding day. Mama Nicole is getting made up. And um, she's excited. She's nervous that her husband won't appreciate her. And she also tells Nicole she doesn't want her to be, you know, basically put out on the first night. And Nicole takes this and says well i really need to see what we're working with though which is not something i would say to my mother but to each their own that's what i'm saying i was like why are we even talking about this like if you have no intentions because then eventually she says she's not gonna sleep with him yeah then why did you even start going down that path yeah just yeah let that go his present arrives and she is she's loving all the presents they did not do a james allen commercial they showed the James Allen ring in the James Allen box, but nobody said the words James Allen except for me about four times right now. Not sponsored. Not sponsored, but willing. She cries during his card where he explains all the little gifts that he has tucked into this box. Uh, one of the things that is in there is a moonstone bracelet, which she goes crazy for because she gave him some crystals. Um he also has a diamond necklace in there. And um, she says she loves him already. Is that weird? Is it weird to tell him when she meets him that she loves him? She says no man in her life has put this much thought into something for her. He thinks of her more than anyone she has actually chosen for herself. Isn't that so fucking sad? It is. It's really sad. That's why I wrote it down. I was like, I can't believe that. It's so, so sad. I can. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Um, She got him a picture frame with the wedding date on there and some crystals. I'm sure she gave him some other things because it sounded like she had a list on her card and mm-hmm. such. Um, But they didn't show that. Uh, Chris over there with his groomsmen, he's super nervous. He says he wants a nice smile. He's He played it right. Like, he wasn't trying to be uh, superficial, but he wanted to, I guess, answer their question that they're asking him. Mm-hmm. He wants a nice smile. He wants nice eyes. He wants her to be between 5'4 and 5'7 because he's six something. Um, And then he does his impersonations. I'm very over the impersonation. (laughs) We all are. Please don't ever do it ever again. Please. He's not eating, but he's uh, drinking a lot of water and his pee is clear. So that means he's hydrated. And uh, yeah, he's ready to get this going. Because he doesn't want to pass out or throw up. Yes. Uh, We get a little moment with Nicole and her father before walking down the aisle. Um, where he is concerned that she won't be his little girl anymore. I know when he first showed up on screen, I was like, he doesn't look very happy. No, he doesn't look like he wants to be supportive, but he hates this. Yeah. Yeah. And then we get them at the altar and they guessed each other's names. That is crazy. Did they really? I know. Nobody said anything beforehand. I want proof. Exactly. But they were so uh, convincing of each other that they, they're they like, oh, this is fate. I thought your name was Nicole. Oh, I thought, I thought your, your name, name was Chris. Chris. No, you didn't. <laughs> so family and friends want him to know that she's a motor mouth, a card carrying member of the FBI. Stop that too. Yeah. 
One, because it's not true, first of all. And she says that. <laughs> She'll explain later. Um, she's a handful, um, so much so that she surprised her mom with a stripper. Didn't need to know that. Um, and then I'm sure they said some nice things. Um, and then his friends and family want her to know that he's loyal and kind and gentle and affectionate and an overthinker and that she needs to put him in his place once in a while. Well, that'd probably be fine. He's secretly a talker. I don't see that, but maybe. And he has two 90 pound fur babies. She has a little dog though, right? I think so. Yeah. Um, they say their vows. They're cute. And they have a big old mouth kiss. And then they have their first sit down together. They talk about their dogs and how they're their, their dogs, our dogs. And she has all the questions. And there's that little clip of her wanting to know everything about them. And I was like, slow down. So hopefully that's just to the camera and not to his face and not going to scare him. So he tells her about the missing finger. She is not bothered by it. And poor Nicole is like, if she can't make it with this guy who's super nice and awesome, then she's not meant to be married. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have on them. I don't know. They they seem like they might actually go somewhere. I was like, is this an actual match? I think I'll it be is. Damned. I think it is. Because the other ones just don't. Like, uh, you, they have the stupid reasons. Like, oh, you both have money. You should go together. You, you both went both, to college. You should go together. <laughs> yeah. But this one seems actually kind of legit. Personality-wise and... Um, emotionally they both lonely they're both desperate yikes yowza match made in heaven well we're, we're gonna see <laughs> all right but that's the show again if you have any cheese go ahead and send it to our social media accounts on instagram we are at cheese mcqueens podcast and on twitter we are at cheese mcqueens catch igby on wednesday as she live tweets the episode if you are enjoying this podcast go ahead and rate five stars on apple Podcasts and spotify that always helps other chismosas finds us anything else igby okay so last week i didn't finish <laughs> watching drag race before we recorded uh-huh why did the bitch i say i like get voted off first <laughs> <laughs> r.i.p irene Aww. i miss you already <laughs> Uh, you have you ever seen um oh you're not on tiktok but on the no. tiktok there's people who say um they've been doing this luck the lucky girl affirmations and i did it yesterday and my husband won i did it for did it for the both of us i go we are lucky we are blessed and good things happen to us i said it out loud in the morning and he won his damn fishing well, there you go speak it into the universe manifest it <laughs> try it might work i should have did it friday i could have won mega million actually i need to look at those tickets i could have won something i haven't even looked (laughs) i might have won a dollar who knows all right chismosas bye see ya